we're definitely ready, you know? Definitely. I mean, I think I'm ready. I don't know. Okay, so actually, are we going to girly voice or something? I really want to. <laughs> I really want to. Dude, check it out. The 8-Ball talks. No way, seriously? Shit. And then, so... Do you want just a quick... Fuck. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 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 Inappropriate. Whoa, whoa. Hey. Hey. Yeah, this is right there. Yeah, that's that's whoa. not gonna go in the uh right. okay, here we go, here we go. <laughs> that's what your credit is. That never crazy. happened. That never happened. Alright, here we go. <laughs> that's not going in the blooper reel. <laughs> oh my word. Oh my lanta. Alright. Excuse me, I think there's someone outside my door again. <laughs> Sorry. My brother just walked in and went, Arr. <laughs> That's the sound effect of the play dip and gorp screen. Okay. And the one of the um genres for your one of the one of the genres for your podcast should be a telenovela. Yeah, I mean, what I liked about Spider-Man, like the whole point of Spider-Man to me was like he's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like that's his whole. Yeah. Hmm. Did he hear Kachow? Kachow! <laughs> Wait, I wanna hear it, I wanna hear it one more time. <laughs> I just- Am I coming to my clubhouse? I asked the CIS to do that because, because I started recording, so that's going in the blooper reel now, thank you. <laughs> Kids, oh, <laughs> I'm Mickey Mouse. I'm Clubhouse. This is not the horror episode. Ustedes de las perras que ladra y no muerte. Usted de la chimosa señora. I mean. I was never really a DC kid that much. I, I I only really read like Marvel comics, and I saw a lot of Marvel movies when I was younger. Emilson knew that in <coughs> water time. Why would you say all right, eight ball? Is it like ah shit? I read it. What's my note? No. Mine's your note is this. You can just remember your note. For Lucania! And then everybody dies! Leave it to me. I can't even do it. I think that the rhythm is good. Oh, sorry. I think that the rhythm is good, but... From the top, make it drop. Thank you.
I hope you enjoyed the blooper reel from episodes 7 and 8 featuring all of the actors from both of the respective episodes. Welcome to the Tales from Somnium After Show. I am your host, Kane Casillas, here with one of the actors from both episodes 7 and 8. She has been one of the most consistent actors I've had on the podcast, so please give it up for none other than Spirit Nova. Spirit, thank you for being here. Oh, that's that's so kind of you. Oh my god, most consistent. I'm getting awards now. Uh, I, I, totally. I, yes, I'm Spirit Nova. I I um I play C Rule in episode seven and and uh, Clancy in episode eight. So yeah, yes, uh, <laughs> two two very different roles. On the one two hand, you had very different yeah, roles. <laughs> you you had a a very cool, cold conqueror type of vibe with C Rule, <laughs> and then you had. A southern minotaur <laughs> who wore sweaters, yeah, with Clancy. Hey, I um, mean, I they, I did that, so and, and, yeah. <laughs> there were uh, there were quite a bit of differences as well between the two characters. Um, so why don't you why don't you touch on the 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 fun part about that? You know, what was what was your take on these two characters and and the feeling that each one brought to you? Oh, geez. Um, so. With C rule, I I still feel like you kind of typecasted me, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I okay, literally. So so episode two, she also appears in episode two, right? Yes. And at the the very the tail end of the episode, and so like that's the sci-fi, right? That's the sci-fi episode. That is the sci-fi. Episode. <laughs> okay, I'm like okay, I'm gonna apply for sci-fi. I mean, I'm not really a sci-fi uh, fanatic or anything, but. Um, like, hey, why not? The second episode of the podcast, get get my foot through the door. And then you casted me for the one character who's fantasy related. And I'm like, that's my that's my thing right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love fantasy. That's my favorite genre. And so being casted as the fantasy villain is kind of funny. Um, just from the fact that I didn't apply for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I had to I, I had to sit on it for a long time going like, I'm not going to apply for the fantasy episode because I'm already in the fantasy episode. <laughs> <laughs> so so how did that feel um, like being part of this continuing storyline? You know, it doesn't seem like much during episode two. It just seems like, oh, it's a possible foreshadowing of a sci fi sequel or you know Dax is gonna be in it and Dax Corbin was not in this at all you know you got one extra scene of Dax Corbin in episode four and then we just jumped straight to a completely different world um with Cathrax and Seagull so what was uh how did you feel like stepping back into the character knowing that it was a completely different vibe it was a whole different story with completely different characters like how did how did you work around that because you and uh robbie cathrax uh definitely <laughs> you you definitely came in there with uh with a bit of moxie for sure can i just say for one that it is hilarious hearing robbie play cathrax because you know it's like deepened in in like the, it's like the, this yes. deep and like the, the don't mind me just trying to mimic the effect that you use um but then robbie's like all the way up here and he's like i'm yeah. getting the catholics no he's he's one of our he's one of our youngest actors um, oh really and, yeah even um katie who played dot the 12 year old in episode two <laughs> she's older than robbie who played 
the deep voice the, like middle like, aged alien man yeah and it's it's great it's great hearing him like talk at a, at a normal volume and then kind of drop like this <laughs> rasp so that way you can have something extra and then i deepen it so he sounds like this the whole time and i was like yo this i was like it's the magic of acting and editing is just in full effect with this character i mean even during um the the blooper reel in i think episode three the the first after show is it's like you hear his voice as he does like a little flub up and i'm just like that's that's the same guy who like <laughs> i am you know like it's just <laughs> it's so weird it's so wild um hearing how it all like plays and i mean you you put effects on my voice too though only for the one scene where she's like got like in her own like avatar state over there i was gonna say avatar state yeah that's 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 how you described it for me when we first did it like well she's an elemental queen and i'm the avatar like she's gonna cause a flood this i feel i'm getting last airbender vibes here last airbender vibes I was like, yeah, let's let's work let's work with that. But uh, yeah, what do you think of the the episode as a whole? Like, just I, uh, as a fan, as an actor, just that specific one. Before we move on to episode eight, I I hate to say that it's my favorite episode because like that sounds egotistical, right? Like I'm like a main character in the episode, so <laughs> of course it's your favorite. But no, like the like you're definitely like the the editing and the music choices and the I already told you that I make a list of like songs that I like. Yes. <laughs> They're all from Pixabay. They're all like, you know, free to use. And yet like I have certain tracks that just like live in my brain rent free. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I, I mainly re- like Pixabay has a lot of great songs that I use for that. Yeah. Um but I've also kind of there have been a couple moments where I, I'd spend like 40 minutes looking for one song and because it's like it's not fitting the tone that i want to give a scene um and i'll just be like i should go to i should go to a different site you know if it's not on pixabay it's bound to be on another royalty free site but then i remember in the intro i say credits to pixabay for all of the music and i'm like i'm not gonna edit I'm like, I'm not going to edit the intro right now. You know, that's like a, that's a season two problem. You know, I might, <laughs> I might credit someone else. Uh, I might, I'm probably going to work that around to where I credit the music um, at, in the end credits instead of in the beginning. So that way I'm um, not like locked to a single website. Can I just say, I'm so sorry if you just see like big blocks because of me laughing so loud. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, that's what I like about the after shows. We all get to laugh. I feel like you I know, don't write things where you get to laugh a whole lot. You know, not yet. I had to fake laugh a few times, and the first time that's I did true. it, you were like, "That sounds so real." Like, how did you do? I know. <laughs> but like, like a- no. I mean, we haven't. We haven't. We've done some comedy in Tales from Somnium in general, yeah. and like, but it's not like super funny. And no, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting I mean, a lot of the comedy me. happens like out of like doing the I almost said out of character. Um, I mean, yeah, out of character where it's like we laugh at like a line that happens or something silly that we did, but we can't leave that in the episode. Yeah, so yeah, just... that's we got to save those for the blooper reels. <laughs> exactly. How long is our blooper reel right now as of like recording this? <laughs> Do you know? It's about it's about four minutes. Oh, my gosh. And and I mean, 
if and we the, have the any song, content the song here, that I use to back it normally is is a minute 24. So <laughs> <that's good. laughs> uh oh. I don't I don't know what to say about that. Uh-oh. Uh, but, but let's let's shift back to our um our, yes, our character work here. What was what, what were the high points of playing Cyril and what were the high points of playing Clancy? Oh, playing Cyril. I love playing her. She's so what's the word for it? I don't <laughs> For me, I kind of relate to her a little bit and like obviously I'm not like a super villain queen who's trying to conquer like her world and stuff. But like, you know, just some of the things like <laughs> she's she says something about like um Galdial and humans and stuff, and I just the those kinds of lines are just like you know, kind of make her more weirdly enough ironically enough make her more human in that kind of way where you kind of get a little bit into like you realize that you know she's not alone in this and she has like comrades like a menace <laughs> <laughs> the one uh, everyone has a hard time saying i'm innocent a menacing i'm so upset <laughs> i you're probably gonna hear it in the booper reel but like Oh, a menacing's hard. I, I think I think a menacing's hard to say. Have their own sections. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't even gotten there yet, but those two names <laughs> were so difficult for everyone to say. I was just like, okay. I had to record. So 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 scene. So the last scene where where I'm talking to Per Per Serial, um, a lot of these names are just so strange. Um, I'm talking. To, that's just a running gag within the thing too. It's just like, oh, what what did Kane make us have to pronounce this time? You yeah, know, yeah. Babadu. You know, I, there was there was. I I think there was one name. Um, there's one name coming up that I intentionally made annoying <sighs> for you guys to say. Do I have to say it? Do I have to say it? I think at some point everyone's going to have to say it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, live or die wasn't that hard. It kind of looked hard, but then you like remember like live or die, and then like live it's or easy. A menacing took me a little bit to connect it to I'm innocent, and then he used it in episode eight, and I. <laughs> yes, yes, I was about to. I was about to comment on that for those of you who um, might not have caught it right away. Uh, when Bruce is singing "I'm Innocent," the third time he says it, I specifically directed Liam, the actor uh, who played Bruce, to say "I'm innocent," just to kind of like trigger the memory and uh, and uh, maybe hint at a little something. I don't know. I, I don't know what. What am I doing on this podcast? I. I, I don't know. I don't you said that they're finally going to get all their answers, right? Maybe. That is true. Uh, Two-part finale. It's going to be coming out September 13th is part one, and then September 20th is part two. I'm oh, very excited for that because I think, you know, the people who are listening, the people who have been following the podcast, there's actually going to be more hype um, around specifically episode 10, part one, uh, because I think, you know, I left off. I left everyone off on a decent cliffhanger with the end of episode eight, with with Jinx Hattie and Jasper Strafe coming together. Um, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of wrinkles in that that can definitely complicate everything about the stories that uh, these two characters have been through. 
and possibly more characters. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm, but no, it's, you have it's no really plans fun. for this. This is just it, off the no. cuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just making this up as I go. No, I've, I've, I'm very Every much dungeon master to like have my plan like come to fruition. Oh, yeah. And I think I think for the ones who stuck around and are listening to this as the episodes come out, I think they're going to be very satisfied with where the story is going uh, and and what's happening. Because I've had so many people DM me, Kane, what the heck is happening? You've and actually had people DM you about the podcast. The only one who does that is Wormy. <laughs> <laughs> Wormy, shout out to Wormy who gives us live <laughs> reactions uh, of the like to the episodes. Wormy, if you're listening, you're awesome and we love you. You're hilarious. Wormy, you better be listening. I'm gonna tell you to listen to this one. You need to listen to this one. <laughs> but yeah, no, sometimes people will ask me about it. Um, I've heard a couple of theories from different people on where they think this is going uh th this last episode uh ending with with the return of jinx definitely raised a couple mm. of eyebrows and people have started to dm me more think being like you know like <laughs> i didn't think it was connected like what the heck is going on um, oh yeah it's, and, and, it's and, all uh, coming together now you yes it's, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be fun you know i i think it's something that people might expect, but it's it might not be something that people expect to say. It's going to get a few people, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, and, it's and definitely going to get wormy every time. <laughs> yes, and the way the way the uh, the way I'm building this world of of Somnium is just, mm -hmm. I, I think there's going to be some some little bits and rules and and jokes and gags and and aspects to the world that actually strengthen you know the world building side. I think it's going to be people are gonna be like hey that's that's actually kind of clever like it's it's kind of yeah. funny i don't want to i'll yeah i i think it's cool i'll tell you separately because like because yeah because like of course um because like up until this point like every world has been kind of separated like you get little hints here and there like dax showing up in episode four and and like of course following sea roll and cathax in episode seven but like now it's really like things are gonna go down you know <laughs> yes it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun i keep asking you a lot of questions as like an actor but i just figure i ask you now do you have like a favorite moment from these past two episodes like just as a fan as as, as someone who um has read the scripts but you know got to hear the episode as it went you know you you didn't get to record with a lot of people from episode seven and even more people from episode eight. So you didn't hear everything until the episode actually came out and everything came together. So do you have any highlights or any specific reactions to characters or events that you were just like, oh, or wow, or anything like that? Okay, first of all, I did actually kind of stalk on episode seven. Like, I just had too much time on my hands. It was episode eight that I didn't know how anyone was going to sound, except for my group. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that that one scene where we all recorded together that's the only scene that i knew how it would sound and like a few lines from manti here and there you know yeah um and so our, our jasper strafe now um and yeah. so it's speaking of which i was gonna say at least from episode eight one of my or like my favorite scene is like the jinx hattie and jasper scene just like first of all like 
Gracie, sorry, I'm so used to <laughs> calling her by a screen name, but we have to go. We have to go by the names that we're credited as. So, so, yeah. so Gracie is like my BFF. Like I love her, and I, I'm like, oh my god, Jinx Hattie is back. Like that's so great. And then, and then we have Mansi over here, my other friend, who's like Jasper Stream, and and putting them both in a room, um, is is really and and getting to hear that play out the way that Jinx is just so upset so done she hasn't been here since episode one and she's been through the ringer since since she's been like left to the the sidelines for a bit oh man episode yeah. seven like if i had to if i had to pick one from each episode i don't even know what i do with episode seven all the scenes are so great i'm like i think just like that like the final battle in Samoria is like really good. Like getting to hear all the actors play it. And oh my God, Oaken. Keon. <laughs> Keon, our, our Oaken man, my, the, the hero to my villain. Oh my goodness. He, he really does a good job at, at playing like a, a scrawny orphan boy who doesn't really know what he's getting into, but wants to be a hero anyways and wants to save the day and wants to avenge his family and stuff like that. I, man, I, this whole cast is so good. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. I just, I just want to add, add on to this as well, because uh, Keon, al- among many, many other actors on this podcast, um, they're people I haven't met before this whole thing. You know, they're people who have been recommended the podcast and, you know, my Discord server where I organize the podcast yeah. uh, through mutual friends. Um, for example, Keon is a good friend of Leo who plays Dax and I knew Leo for a while now. Uh, and so mm-hmm. when Keon showed up, he just like, he, he applied and I, I called him once to like hear, you know, what his voice sounded like. And then I knew nothing about his like acting experience. Like I hadn't seen him act, act. <laughs> and I was just like, I think I want to use this guy as my as my protagonist. I don't know <laughs> why. Just, just something, the, the something, protagonist vibes are just radiating off. Something of it. just kind of drew me into it, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I think the voice is there. I think you know, with some direction, we could probably <laughs> get the emotion I want from Oaken out of Keon." And I don't know how I've been so lucky, but I've done that with with Manticore. I've done that with uh, Robert, uh, who is Gracie's father. I didn't know much about Gracie prior to this either, which is crazy because we go to the same school. Um, <laughs> Chelsea, who was uh, Tora in episode five. Mm, like all yeah. of these actors I met through other people and I knew Me. nothing about them. <laughs> and I've just consistently been like, I'm going to make you a main character. And every <laughs> every single time it happens they're amazing like they're just i i couldn't have been happier with the casting um and i just it's it was it's awesome getting to know them it's awesome getting to work with them uh you included i didn't know anything about you i just remember (laughs) gracie was like hey i have a friend who wants to who wants to act and i was like okay cool just uh send her the application and then i'll I'll talk to her and stuff and the rest is history. Here I, we are. I we remember got... that, like, applying, because you were like, hey, are you free to, like, call so I can hear your voice real quick? You gave yes. me, like, a line to read off and stuff. Um, yes. And the Seymour voice was totally different, because it was, it was, like, more up here before, and, and now it's... I'm like, I realized with the villain vibe, my voice just instantly goes 
down. <laughs> so <laughs> it kind of, that's just where it stuck. And so it's like now, now I'm just stuck doing C rule like this, but now I could do yeah. it on command because I had a whole, a whole week of recording for her. So yeah. I, I can just snap right into it. Um, All right, go. Uh, uh, don't just throw it on me all of a sudden. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> I, I, hi, yes, this is this is C rule. I'm I'm in the after show now. This is definitely canon to the yes. to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's take um let's take a break from C rule for a bit, and let's uh let's talk about Clancy for a second. Clancy, how is how is that for you? Because it's was... not it's not a C rule character. <laughs> complete opposite on the spectrum Cyril, villainous deep voice clancy is almost like showman like type character you know like like um <laughs> at least with like the casino sounding theme behind her in episode eight yes <laughs> it's like it's like is is babadu just like a casino is that is that the <laughs> but i mean but no I really answer, but <laughs> You can't you can't answer that yet. I understand. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But um. So yeah, Clancy was a whole different character. I made Clancy. Her name wasn't even Clancy, but you know that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Because honestly, it's a pretty fitting name. Um. Yes. So I actually um because I am an artist, I just straight like made the design. I was like, Kane, here you go. Here's some tidbits. Here's um. Here's a name if you need it. He didn't need it. Um, <laughs> like, I, it just looked like a Clancy. It just <laughs> she just looked like a Clancy. That's fair. <laughs> so sweater wearing, de- seven foot tall demon. I didn't give her any height specs. You did that too. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, she's gonna be this like massive demon, but this it's gonna massive, be like the ultimate, horrifying looking demon. Like the, the whole ultimate story. gentle giant here, but also <laughs> kind of like. I mean, she, she does kind of go and she attack She does mode. still, yeah, like, go to, before getting killed. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. She did, she did, she did keep her word. She did nom nom, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, I mean, how did, how did it feel compared to playing Cyril? Because this, these are the only two characters you've gotten to play. And prior to episode seven and eight, the only person you really got to play was Cyril in episode two. Yeah, so like, in episode two. you know, you kind of got to show off more of your diversity and, and uh, more of your talent. Yeah. So how was that for you? It, it was, it was strange. We only had one scene, so there wasn't like a lot, a lot yeah. to like work out. I mean, that was the same kind of thing with episode two. I only had one scene with Cyril and so I couldn't get her vibe down correctly. And I'm like, that's why I'm not going to lie. I can't listen to that scene in episode two. I have to skip it every single time just because <laughs> like, I hear it and I'm like, I could have done so much better, you know, but episode seven, I can listen to that, that, that thing, like just straight through all the way. Like I love everything. I, I was, I was, it was so fun, but, but yeah, sorry. We're going back to SeaWorld, back to Clancy. So, okay. so Clancy was a different, as you can tell, I kind of like the role that I got there. Um, but, but Clancy um, didn't get a lot of time with her, but I did enjoy like like having a little time to be a little more like uppity and and more like outwardly sarcastic because because Seawolf's kind of just more like domineering and a little bit like grouchy, you know. She doesn't 
she doesn't have a lot of chances to like joke around except for like the one scene with a menacing but like yeah she's she's just she's just having a good time she's just you know checking out new places eating people you know that's a vibe man that's a vibe. yeah totally and she, uh, yeah i mean the eating people sure uh yeah <laughs> yeah for for sure no i i think the fun like one of the the funny meta things as as i always point out is that um i who has to play a minotaur was eating a hamburger while doing that and so yes. we're both kind of just you know she's a she's uh she eats people i eat hamburgers you know same same thing right it's definitely correlated definitely not a problem anyways yeah so it's <laughs> fun uh, okay i know i said let's shift to clancy but we're gonna shift back to see rule back to see see i'm time. not doing it this time guys He's one last that. time we're gonna shift back to see rule and i'm gonna ask you a question um that i know partially what people would say but what do you think people think of see rule as a character well, like you said, I know what one person's opinion is. And that would be? <laughs> Wormy, who is apparently a Cathrax stand now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Wormy. Why must you betray me like this? <laughs> I thought we but, were friends, bro. But okay, so if, if people were to tell me about Cyril, which some people have, like, what would you think their reactions to her would be? Okay, I did get one person who I shall not name who said, wow, her laugh's kind of hot. And so, oh, no. So, <laughs> so, oh. so there are people who are kind of like digging them, bo- both of them, it seems. Um, and <laughs> I mean, I, I personally, I don't know what people think because I haven't had people talk to me about the podcast. I've been advertising this has been kind of a pain <laughs> not it's gonna lie i have been two avid listeners that i brought here are wormy and my grandma you know like yeah. <laughs> i Shout i'm trying to, to get i'm trying to get my mom into it um i i told her like hey the the last two episodes are going to be coming out like in september so like you might want to wait the last two episodes of the season are, are coming out in, the, in September. So like you might want to wait and then you can listen to it in bulk. And I think definitely that'll help people like get keep up it. with, yeah. get into it one and also keep up with it. Cause at the end, like it starts becoming correlated, but you don't realize that at first. And so it's like, yeah, you know, you're like, what's going on? Jinx. And now we're at Dax. And now we're at, john and john. what's going on john, you know john montemire. john john montemire you know <laughs> um yeah. and so it's it's um yeah it's it's been rough advertising so like in terms of how people react to the characters i really don't know i'd like to think that there's that it's going to be divided that some people are going to empathize with like at least with like seeing how she acts because um I just just from like the little scenes where you get to see her laugh a little bit but i think for the majority of it they're going to see her as the villain she is and that makes sense because she is kind of you know conquering an entire world 
Yes. She, yes. She, and she and she. <laughs> so did, that's she definitely the vibe that people should an entire world as well. And also, and so, like, like, killed the protagonist's mom. So definitely, like, it makes sense. And I, I, I harbor no ill will towards anyone who like sees her as a villain. But I yes. definitely, with every kind of villain, apparently, even with Cathrax, despite him eating a baby. See, um, I, we'll get to that after. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, it's like. I, I think there are going to be like the people here and there who can like kind of see that there's a little bit there, not really know yet. I, I'm definitely interested to see like the inner workings of like characters, assuming, you know, characters are coming back. Um, Cause I have, you know, I'm not privy to everything that you're doing, of course. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's been a lot of fun because that, I, I think my favorite thing about, writing episode seven was i finished writing it and i realized that i wrote a true fantasy story in a sense that there's no real likable characters (laughs) not even oaken (laughs) no i mean you want to you want to root for oaken but you also know that he's being very selfish in his actions and that he's he's being he's being a bit impulsive honestly mvp is ferrer (laughs) uh, ferrer is there's there's always the one you know like i think of i think of lord (laughs) of the rings right you think of lord of the rings and like you know I don't actually Aragorn, know a lot about Aragorn Lord of the Rings. Aragorn is, is, is a bit of a flawed character in a way, in the sense that you know he's reluctant to take his birthright. Frodo is supposed to be the hero, but he's also like you know being corrupted by the ring. And so, what got him there? It was Sam, his moral compass, pretty much, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of what Ferrer was to Oaken. He was the moral he compass, was the same. Uh, and so that was that was really fun to play with because Oaken's whole let's be a hero it's you know it got in his way a lot when it came to his judgment and so that to me even when i wrote him i was like he's flawed and that's good for like the story and then cathrax i don't know wormy what the hell are you thinking about cathrax <laughs> like i'm sorry i have not given cathrax a single redeemable quality like what is going on like here? even sea like, the other villain has like more redeeming qualities yes she had she had a menacing who like Yes. Yeah, allowed her to open up a little bit. But like yeah, Cathrax, yeah. there's nothing. Cathrax is <laughs> like like you look at the way they treat their right hands, you know. Cyril treats Aminison with respect and they discuss things together and they make sure that they come <sighs> to terms on stuff. Cathrax used impetus as bait to die, and then he died. Like he has no remorse. He ate a baby. He had no problem stabbing Cyril <laughs> in the back. Like there's Legit. like to me, it's like with Cyril, you can go one way or the other and be like, she destroyed the world, but she was trying to save it from an outsider. Or you can just be like, her pride got in her way and she yeah. led to her own undoing. And and that's like that's the fun part about Sea Rule to me, because you can you can take so many different sides on this character. Yeah, that one's a little bit more. But Cathrax like, is just straight up bad. <laughs> like <laughs> you a Cathrax stand? Get out. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm he kidding. Is, I'm kidding. People, it's okay. Look, I'm happy if people stand Cathrax, but I told <laughs> Robbie. Look, I told Robbie right off the bat, I said, Robbie, you're gonna be playing the villain of the sci-fi episode, and I'm gonna bring him back for the fantasy episode. And he was like, Okay, cool. Yeah, you told and me. I the said, same just thing. so you know, your character 
I plan on treating with as much care as I treat all of my other characters. And I want to put as much effort into Cathrax as I put into every main character. And you said, okay. And then I said, but people will hate him. And I, I told, I told him right off the bat, like, you're not going to be a fan favorite because he's just going to be such a dick. And I really <laughs> want you to lean into that. You'll have people who will appreciate what you are for the show, for the story. Yeah. Um, but does that mean they necessarily think you're like this knight in shining armor when it comes to the characters? Probably not. And sure enough, there's been a lot of people who've been like, oh, and by a lot, I mean like just everyone who's spoken to me about it. It's still in the... <laughs> uh, so, I mean, so it's not... It really is It's the not like, oh, we've got hundreds of people. It's like, no, it's like just the people who have spoken to me about it, they're like, wow, Cathrax is messed up. And it's... Uh, it's it's a lot of fun hearing these different reactions, and uh, I think I think yeah. that those character dynamics um, should they evolve, I think it's going to be a lot more fun, and there's going to be uh, even more feelings towards different characters. Cathrax yeah. and Cyril would be two characters that are very fun to play with because of the positions oh. they're in at the end of episode seven. Um, I mean, she's so fun to play, like just. Yes. And they both like are so fundamentally flawed and they both believe that they're constantly in the right. I mean, that's the the thing about like villains is that they believe they're the hero of their story. Yes. Yes. It's going to it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, If I ever get the chance to fit them into an episode, I'm not going to give away anything, even though I have have the whole thing planned out, but I'm not going to give away anything anyways. But it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Do you have any questions for me? Questions for you. You know, I thought I had a few. I'm definitely I'm just curious about like. I'm hearing myself. Sorry, I'm, I'm very curious about like your writing process. Like how how do you how do you upkeep your schedule? so well (laughs) you know i mean a big part of it is the fact that it it was summer it is summer um when this episode comes out i'll have started i'll I'll be starting school in three days uh and so that's gonna definitely throw some wrinkles into how much i'm i'm planning uh but writing is just something that comes naturally to me uh because Mm -hmm. it's all i've ever wanted to do um not all as in like it's the only thing i want to do but it's just like it's it's been my dream you know uh any type of writing and then i'm at school and i just write i write articles uh, for my school's paper i write essays uh and then i i just do as much creative writing as i can when i'm free and so i kind of just make sure that i hit i don't try and hit a a word count per day because i think word counts are dumb um if you're if you're trying to hit if you're trying to write with the goal of like getting as many words as possible there's a good chance like your the quality of the writing is not going to be great yeah um so i just i just write until i feel i'm at a natural stopping point and so that's what makes it easier for me i i write it in chunks you know when i do an episode i do one scene at a time maybe so that way i can get um I can just say I made some progress on the story. I might have to touch up a couple of things later, but at least I have the skeleton of this of the episode drafted and I can make adjustments as I go uh, based off of what the actors are doing, uh, based off of uh, what other episodes have. If 
I accidentally wrote a contradictory plot hole, like just little things like that, you know, they're, they're minor adjustments. And so I just, I just try and take it little by little, because if I try and do all of it in one sitting, it would not be good. It, I just, yeah, you just um, that'll give you I, like burnout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, honestly, even then I was still suffering from burnout. Uh, when I was writing episode eight, because yeah, I was about was just, to ask about that too. There was so so much going on in episode eight. I had I had completely changed the way the applications went. So I had uh, groups of people who <laughs> needed to coordinate times to record. I had to create more characters than I had ever created, um, and there was just so much on how to format everything that I was just so. I like I didn't I don't think I started writing the scenes until I, I I never write the scenes until I have an outline like brainstorm and brainstorming how to fit everyone into that just absolutely exhausted me especially coming off of episode seven because episode seven was the longest story episode to date and I was just like I did I just did like a whole bunch I I, I just like worked an arm and a leg off for uh episode seven and now i'm pretty much just gonna have to give everything else i have for episode eight and i have no problem doing it it was just also i definitely lost some sleep um and i definitely had some uh struggles in the beginning but i think once once it was written i kind of knew where everything was going but it was just it was a lot the writing process was a lot (laughs) It, it sounds like the horror episode was more like working on it was was really horrifying. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> very, I, very meta okay. way of. <laughs> yes. Did you get? Did okay? Did did you jump at all at any of that? Anything or no? Did I? Did I? Did I just like? I th- I think I think the the twenty eight seconds part kind of got me with just how 20. loud and sudden it was. Twenty. Like oh god. Where, where where Patricia screams at the end after Jasper yes. stabs I, I'm, I'm glad I got a couple of people with that and I was like good it was funny because um Dylan who plays officer Mason you know the the main character of oh. episode eight he he messaged me let me get the, let me get the message right now I think I think <laughs> it's one of the most wholesome um <laughs> He said the silence, the silence between 3302 and 3329 and then Patricia's scream killed me. I think I had a mini heart attack. I had my volume up to the max. And so I said, yes, the 27 seconds got someone. And then he said, wow, I didn't even get that it was 27 seconds, but that makes so much sense (laughs) because the episode's called 27 seconds of silence. And I was like, (laughs) There we go. And uh, yeah, I didn't think it would be like right on the nose for people to get. And I kind of put the 27 seconds at the end. So that way people would forget about it by the time it comes, you know? Yeah. So it, it, I was just glad that it kind of got a little I just see this reaction. big block because I actually listened to it on the SoundCloud this time. I just see this big, not even a block, like a big line of just nothing. And I'm like, okay, that's... <laughs> Yeah, that's great. SoundCloud might have. I put the volume down, and it still was loud. (laughs) Yeah, I was editing that episode in that specific scene, and I was making sure that I had the timing right for everything. I I was making sure I had the the sounds and the music kicked in at the right moments, and it was like midnight, and my brother was was trying to sleep. Um, We shared a room, and 
I had my headphones on and he could still hear the scream. And he was just like, can you please do it tomorrow? Like he was so tired of it. And I, I don't blame him. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly easy to, to live with. I, I worked pretty late hours on this podcast. And so, you know, he was, he was pretty annoyed because he, he heard those screams maybe seven or eight times, <laughs> but it was cool. Any other questions you got for me? Hmm. I'm like, I, I wish I had like made a list of questions <laughs> or something. That's cool. Know? Um, I definitely don't have a list or anything. I'm tr- I'm trying to think, cause you you like anything I could have asked you, you kind of already answered throughout this whole thing, like like about the casting, like what you think about casting people, and then <laughs> twenty seven seconds and and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Shit. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, I don't, it's not like, like, I don't want to know answers to things. It's just you answered everything so poignantly. How, how dare Thank you? you. <laughs> yes, I am thorough. <laughs> you are very thorough in, in this process. You were, you were ready for this. I, I was, you know, it, 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 I wanted to like ask people if they had questions for me, but then I realized like that would give away that I'm <laughs> recording for this. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't. So I'm just like sitting here like, uh. Um, i mean like how do you i guess what do you anticipate like the audience for tales like being like you know like what i i deal with a lot of like fandom culture i i'm kind of ingrained in that sort of thing and like knowing how even characters like cathrax can have stands for them and so like i'm just i'm just curious what like you think about that kind of thing like what could happen <laughs> you know should tales from somnium ever get super popular and we get more than 30 regular listeners um and even then the 30 regular listeners have had these opinions as well so i can only imagine it on a larger scale on a larger scale but i mean going you can you can pick you know it, it'd be one of those fandoms they're not hateful towards each other they're not going to be they wouldn't be toxic towards each other i sure hope not you I know there'd be not. there'd be There'd be no animosity, ideally. Um, it just depends on the maturity of the fans, of course. But uh, they'd be the it'd be the fandom that would pick certain characters, and it's either like, "Oh my gosh, my poor baby, I want to protect you with all my heart," <laughs> or it's like, "Fuck you, you suck, go to hell, you're the or, scum of the earth." Or the and third that, path and, of like, "Oh, they're so sexy." <laughs> oh gosh, and then yeah, yeah. but yeah no i think i think people would you know pick certain characters and they'd be like i really love you and like you're just a victim you know like jasper jasper is possessed and there are people who are saying like poor jasper because this guy has no control but then there are other people who like jasper sucks he's a mass murderer and you know it's fuck that guy (laughs) yeah same with with c-rule was c-rule flooded everything but she was trying to protect Yaldoro from Cathrax and then other people like Cyril sucks. She like got let her pride get in her way. I want to hear opinions on on her. Please let me talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, just I think different fans in the TFS fandom, if it ever exists um, outside of this Discord server, uh, I think think they'd be um, respectful of each other's opinions, but they'd also have different characters 
in in their own little like hearts where they love or hate them. Do you think people are gonna make OCs like like original characters for that? That would be so neat. <laughs> Fan fiction, artwork. I I do the freaking fan art right now. <laughs> That's true. Um, I would like for that to happen, but I think it would have to. The, I think Tales from Somnium itself would have to be more than a podcast to really get that going. I mean, uh, I've I've seen and it honestly happen because with... because of the way the concept art has been done, oh, I yeah. see it more as an animated show than I do a live action show. No, for sure. I mean, it, having it's, it's one of those for like I think, I think it would be okay as a live action one, but I also have like another story I'm working on that is much better suited to live action than Tales from Somnium. And Tales from Somnium very much could just be animated and have the same effect that I want it to have. You know, it's and so I don't know if fan art would necessarily be like the best way to describe it because it's like you know you're just kind of looking at what's what would I mean, be just fan on the screen? I mean, but just yeah. I think I think people could definitely end up making headcanons or you know fanfics or I've already done it. <laughs> OCs where they insert themselves into their favorite world in Tales from Somnium. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see people just try and like stick themselves into uh, Yaldero before it gets destroyed, or yeah. uh, stick it stick them into you know Earth when the Flagippingorps are attacking. Like just little prequel or stuff you know, I, I have <laughs> of course i have like a, a canon timeline written down of what happened prior to these episodes but i don't want to uh get into that fully mm -hmm. i have i have this section which is the series i have the in-betweens you know little fill-ins mm -hmm. uh i have the beginning the beginning beginning uh, i have that all sketched out there's it's going to be a very big poster on my wall, just the whole thing um, mapping out my next year of work. That's crazy to say out loud. Like, it's, <laughs> oh my gosh. If all runs smoothly, Tales from Somnium will end in December 2022. And so I have a plan and I have, I have mapped out how I'm going to release this next batch of content when season one ends. And I think, you know, with the right promotions, we could get more people invested in it. And I think uh, it's it's one that people could really get behind because not only do I think it's some, uh, some of these characters are people they can sympathize with, but I think these are characters that some fans might be able to relate to uh, as we go farther down the line and, and the story evolves and the characters grow and experience new things, I think it's, uh, there's a good chance that, you know, some people might see themselves in some of the characters. And that would be, I think that to me would be the biggest compliment I could get and the biggest sign of flattery and appreciation I For could sure. get. Because I, I would love to one day have written something and have someone say, this reminded me of my own life and it helped me or just, even even without the latter half of that statement, just this reminded me of my life or this feels relevant to what I'm going through right now. I think this is that's the type of that's the type of feedback that I'm hoping one day I'll get. You know, maybe it's from Tales from Somnium, maybe it's from something else. And <laughs> I just I, I think that would be, in my opinion, the biggest way to feel like, yeah, I 
I wrote something and it's got like more substance than what it than beyond like what it means to me. It's yeah. I guess I guess along that line, it's like okay. Well, I think we asked this like in the first after show maybe because I was there kind of. But um, like, do you have a favorite character and or like someone that you relate to the most? If someone, those wind up not being the same answer, <laughs> uh, they're probably not the same answer. I've never put much thought into the second question. Um, sentimentally, my favorite character is Dax Corbin. Of course. <laughs> uh, I created him when I was 15. He's the first character. He he was part of a story that my friends and I were working on, not Tales from Somnium whatsoever. Uh, and I just saw Tales from Somnium as an excuse to write about Dax Corbin and his friends <laughs> all over again. I was like, what do I do for the sci-fi character? I was like so stuck. And then I was just like, you know what? Think about the podcast later. And I started going through my old stories, um, you know, revising some of my drafts. And then I came across Dax Corbin's thing. And I was like, let's just do Dax Corbin because why not? Just make him real. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I was. So Dax Corbin always is going to have a soft spot in my heart. Um, uh, The character I think I'm I'm looking forward to playing with the most honestly might be c rule oh oh (laughs) yeah no pressure um no pressure at all (laughs) yeah no i just i think everyone's gonna have their own stuff but i think i think the journey i'm gonna send c rule on is gonna be a lot of fun and so i think i think in a way c rule might be might become at least one of my favorite characters to write about and and that's that's weird saying because I don't like picking favorites, but I just oh. <laughs> I, it's it's one of the few that I can just I can see their story so clearly, and I know exactly what's coming, and it's just like, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what you put her through, what and, how much screaming I'm gonna have to do by the ending of this, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, who I relate to the most, yeah. I would say all of them. Um, (laughs) I, you know, there's, there's a, there's a reason for that. And I'm not going to get into that yet. (laughs) I see. (laughs) Uh, But no, there, there is. It definitely was not a means to make you answer that question. No, it's cool. It's cool. There's a, there's, you know, there's this little stigma and everything and this saying that a lot of writers say where, you know, when you write about characters, you're always including some part of yourself. Yeah, I definitely Um, believe that sentiment. And I I totally believe that for sure. And I think different aspects of my personality can be found in certain characters. Who do I think I'm at the moment? I think I'm I'm relating the most to Jinx Hattie because my head is just absolutely spinning at this point in my life right now. Um, and there's a lot of different like variables I'm trying to work around, you know, like scheduling wise, pandemic wise, um, you know, friendship wise, there's a lot just I'm, I'm trying to juggle around. And so I'm just, you know, there's a huge sensory overload and things just don't make sense. And it just, it reminds me of episode one. It reminds me of Jinx Hattie's whole everything. Um, so I, I would say right now, probably I'm, I'm relating the most to Jinx Hattie. I see. Wow. <laughs> I, 
I that's gonna be interesting because like it it's gonna be crazy to see how people kind of balance between certain things because the like like you mentioned actually the pandemic kind of hit everyone really difficult oh yeah really really hard and and so it's like um you know seeing who everyone relates to at one point in their life especially with that happening and then at another point and then another point because i've definitely had those like feelings of like i relate to one character and then i switch it because like now my life's like at a different point now i'm relating to this other person exactly Um, yeah i i think oh my goodness um it, it's it's crazy to me how much stuff like is just latent with like how the pandemic affected everyone because we we did all of this just strictly online i mean it's not like yeah. i know you in person so a lot of it was going to be online anyways but it's not like you could just like hit gracie up and go like hey let's go to a recording studio or something like yeah no we, <laughs> it wasn't that easy yeah it's been it's been very tough um but it's i think it's been worth it and i'd like to think everyone's had fun while they were I definitely uh, while they were recording I, I certainly hope so I didn't I, I'd like to think I didn't you know put you guys through hell or anything like that no no at least not me I definitely have had a lot of fun during like the, the recordings and the silly games that we play as a cast yes <laughs> TFS Among Us is TFS insane. Among Us oh my gosh when you are such a pain during TFS Among Us because oh, you just play like the chaotic evil yes. card. Yes, yes. I'm not even like I don't even do like I. It's funny because like if I really wanted to, I could have just like been like, all right, let's like take this game seriously and just play. But then other times I'm like, nah, let's just. You're just like, like I'm gonna go. just stand here on a vent and see what happens. And yes, then you die. I'm gonna follow <laughs> one person around and just freak them out, and then I'm gonna. I don't know. It's it's been a lot of fun, and so the, it's just been fun getting to like know everyone. And it's <laughs> it's a bit of a bummer that you know uh, a large chunk of us are uh, going to school. We're not gonna <sighs> have the same availability to uh, hang out, and we're all just gonna be trying to adjust to this new chapter of our lives. It's really frustrating because like in my junior year freshman year was one thing it was normal it was whatever and then sophomore year was a pandemic year and this year we're back to campus but like we're still in a pandemic so it's just it's i feel like i'm i've been at three different schools in a way you know i don't even i i enrolled in college during the pandemic because i Uh. I just recently graduated from high school and and so like i have no idea what going in person is going to be like i'm going in person this semester congrats and, and so in like two weeks i just got approved actually because i i got my vaccination and they have all of my records now so they cannot say that i'm not allowed in the building um, literally all i have to do is get my id from the school because i i don't have an id because i enrolled while we were all in like inside yeah. houses yeah. So I physically am not allowed in the building, but I'm enrolled in the school. <laughs> That's a yikes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I'm fully moved in, fully adjusted, and I can just do my best with whatever we've got. And I hope, uh, I, I mean, I'm hoping everyone does that as well, but I'm really hoping that like, cause you know, we still got a, we've still got a finale to, to record and to record, yeah. edit and put out there. So I'm really hoping I adjust 
and get situated as soon as possible. So that way we can like get moving, you know, and I can, sure. you know, I can make sure that I'm not stepping on anyone's toes being like, Hey, let's record, let's record, let's record, let's record. And <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not going to like, that's not fair to you guys. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to make you guys do that. So I'm just, I'm hoping that I can, you know, get this figured out sooner rather than later. It's definitely right. nice to have a schedule, but at the same time, it's kind of a pain to have a schedule. Yes. No, <laughs> especially because I'm going to be like, I don't know what I did. I was just like thinking in my head, like, oh, you're going to need a job. I have three now. And then I was like, oh, you need to prepare for classes. And I'm taking more, uh, more units than I have in my college career in general. And I, it's just, you know, it's been a lot, you know, it's been, it, there's, I, yeah. I, I, here I was thinking little by little, oh, I, I need that. I need to do this. I need to do that. And now I'm just at like this, this point where I'm like, okay, you need, you, you have a lot to do. You're like, you have, you have a lot to do. <laughs> and so I'm just, uh, I just got to make sure everything works well and I'll, uh, I'll be fine. I Hopefully. Think. I hope I don't have to go in the closet again. <laughs> <laughs> I for, 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 for reference i i every single recording session has been in either my dad's closet or my mom's closet depending on the week oh and you want, <laughs> let, all right let, let's just take a couple moments of silence here ready uh okay this is the first recording session with no chickens I've the escaped. dreaded chickens. I have escaped. <laughs> and I, oh my goodness. I was literally just like, I was sitting here and I was like, all right, let's make sure there are no chickens outside. And I look and it's like, no, there there are no chickens. Of course right there now. are no chickens in Cali. <laughs> oh. I, I was like, yes, I'm free. This is. Every single recording session, we could not escape it. Didn't you? Did your father literally? No way! I can't say that. Yes, yes. He got a he got a BB gun and he walked out in the backyard to scare them away. Um, they're non lethal, so it's okay. Okay, I'm just I was just like, yeah. wait, I'm not gonna get you in trouble on your own no, podcast, no, 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 am no, I? Really. <laughs> oh, cheers to no closets and no chickens. So, so that that's what episode eight did for you. You've defeated the chicken enemy. Yes. <laughs> I I actually just remembered I do have a question. Okay. Mostly because everyone's been asking this lately. Do you have plans for crossover? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Because now I get to avoid the question. No, I'm just kidding. No, the finale is next, so I can safely say now that no spoilers yet. You still have work to do. And so do we. Put the mask on. No! Let me go! Don't make me do this anymore! We're not making you do anything, Kane. We're not real. This is for your own good. You want the mask. You're telling yourself that. Put it on. Of painful help and helpful pain, of scorching minds for my own aid, I'll be someone I've never been to defeat all of the ones within. Put the mask on. No, please, you can't do this. I can't do this. Trying to frame me after what I'm not very nice. Put the mask on. 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 Put the mask on.
to say and do against my own will. That's all for now, folks. Tune in September for the two-part season finale of Tales from Somnium. I'll see you on the next after show.